What's up, friends? Thank you so much for tuning in to the From the Captain's Quarters podcast. It is brought to you by Captain Coop's Beard Company. Check us out on the web at CaptainCoops.com. Beard and body stuff, so not just for the dudes, also for the ladies with our Queen's Treasure line. We're talking CBD body butters, body lotions, tattoo balm, and personal lubricant. It's called Tortuga. You're going to love it. Still got the stuff for the beards as well. Beard oils, beard balms, beard butters. Take care of your stuff. Top shelf. Better beard, better booty, better body, better booty as well. CaptainCoops.com and use the promo code PODCAST at checkout to get 10% off your first order. The show is also brought to you by Apiron Northfields. All your CBD needs, whatever it is. If you need gummies, they got the D8s, they got D9s, tinctures, stuff for your pets. They literally have it all. Formerly Everything Hemp LLC, so still check out their website at everythinghempllc.com and get in with a family-owned and family-operated organization. It is Apiron Northfields. It's uh, it's Warren G., not the Warren G., the other Warren G., Uh-oh. Warren Garrett, <laughs> is back on the From the Captain's Quarters podcast. My buddy, I want to say hello to you first and foremost. And second off, we are now internet famous. As of today, <laughs> we are internet famous. Congratulations. We are. Dude, we made it to the big time. We really did. <laughs> uh, but, you think uh, Blake Shelton saw that? I, I think he's the one running their socials for Old Red. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's... It's Obviously. just Blake, clearly. Right. Yeah. Uh, He's so, just sitting on his couch trying to figure out what to repost. He's got nothing else to do. He's like, "Hey, this is a good picture of Warren Garrett. We're gonna put this on uh, on the old red social." So I I will backtrack the story and then we'll lead up to uh, to today. So yeah, uh, you know, Warren's been on the show before, uh, which was great, and he's finally got lighting in his house now. For those who watched the live show last time, it was. Called, I remembered to pay the bill this time. Yeah, he was called out. Like, are you in the dark? Like, what is what is going on over there? Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, had a chance finally to uh, to make it down to Nashville, and and Warren was playing at Old Red one night, and we decided, he, here's how, so you know, like the background, we probably talked about this, but when a credit card ends up at the bar, like, sorry, like, recollection may be few and far between, and that's what happened when we were there. <laughs> but So Warren and I are talking, we get down to Nashville, and uh, we were kind of chatting back and forth, he's like, hey, I'm playing Old Red on, on Wednesday night, y'all should come down, or uh, Wednesday afternoon, evening, whatever, days, times, time travel. So we're like, cool. So we get an Uber down there, and and you're already jamming out. We're like, oh, we'll get something to eat. We'll hang out. We'll watch our set, and then we'll kind of you know either meander back home or, or go and check out other stuff. Right. That didn't happen. Uh, no, what it happened, did not. What, what, what had happened was when we're around, you know, you know, friends, and and, and I consider Warren Warren a great friend down there. I was like, let's get him a shot of whiskey. It's a good idea. We're sitting at our <laughs> in our booth. And then and we, that's how it starts. And that's how it began. And then we meandered. We're like, oh, well, we got done with dinner. We're like, oh, we meandered over to the bar. And I knew it. I had like, I don't know, like 40 bucks in cash. And I threw it down. I'm like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll drink Coors Lights until that's gone. Right. Well, that was gone really quick because Nashville. Um, right. And, and as, as soon as Nicole busts out the credit card and I was like, oh, oh, we're out of cash. I guess she's like, I put the card out. I'm like, well, I guess we're having a party now. Here we go. Here it's now it's on. Uh, which it was great. Uh, you know, watching you, dude. It's so much fun. Yeah, watching you hang in and uh, Garrett, and then we got a chance to meet uh, Josh Gallagher, who was on the show uh, last week. Uh, it was a great night. But I took a picture. Uh, I took a couple. I took a lot of pictures. That's what I do. I took a, a great picture of, of of you on stage, boot in the air. And if you look at the whole picture. Which I think I sent you. The whole picture is is you are the main focus, but like up on top, you can see the big screen. 
which is yes, the same. It's, it's super fucking rad. So yeah, I, it's awesome. I, I think I, I posted that, and you posted that picture. Yeah, I did. And, yeah. and so Old Red, uh, Blake's you know place down in Nashville, was like, hey, can we use this on our socials? And I'm like, um, for the right price. No, I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> you can use and the bidding starts you now. Know? I'm like, I want you know as much uh, exposure from my guy as like like as we can get. And like Dude, it, I it took that. today was the day. Today yeah, was the was. day. They finally posted it, and like I said, now we're internet famous. Well, which how storybook is that? Like they must have known that we were doing the podcast today. It's it's eerily coincidental. What I think is <laughs> since Blake's running shit. He's right. like, I bet you those fellas are going to have a conversation tonight. We should post this to hype up the episode. So thank you, Blake. And yeah, uh, we Blake. <laughs> and there, so so I, I scanned the comments right before we came on here, and it's you know I was like, yeah, fire, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and then um, some lady is like, what's going on with you, Blake? I'm like, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll take that as a compliment because yes. he's a whole lot taller than me. And also, some people should not use the internet. Yeah, that's well, yeah. It, well, no, 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 no. Don't discourage them because it's okay. hilarious. Because then we get to that's go. True. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I had to rub my eyes. Like, I'm. I mean, it's close. I mean, it, in a dark room, maybe it's a resemblance. <laughs> but in a dark room without any like <laughs> where you used to measure yourself on the door or anything like that, because no. he's probably you know two feet solid taller than i am no pencil marks no nothing it's just it's just straight up <laughs> yeah. shoot it here. as as an amateur photographer it's all about angles man it's right all, yeah it's exactly all about, it's all about, <laughs> in so many ways it's all about <laughs> angles and lighting we'll have to talk about that later because yeah. i need all the help i can <laughs> speaking <laughs> of dude that picture is badass i appreciate it oh it was it turned out super cool and like i said it, it was one of those like I love, especially when we go places. You know, whenever I go on like you know a work adventure with Max Bill, you know, we, we travel. We did the whole Oregon Trail, uh, an old Jeep thing. Like I like I just love like capturing like really cool moments. So when like That's we cool. go cool places, I'm like, man, it's you know you take 25 pictures and you get like one that's like super rad. And that was like just this this moment. Like we didn't we didn't rehearse that shit. We were just no, like dude. I'm like. Uh, uh, Coors Light and whiskey for my guy and whiskey for me and whiskey for that person. I don't even know who they are. And, uh, I don't even know who they are. We just met. They, they seem awesome. The, we got the bill. I'm pretty sure we met some people and we bought them some drinks. Oh, I believe that. Otherwise, yeah. I have I have a problem. I probably should talk to somebody about it. <laughs> but, I should be laying on the couch right now. But it was just one of those cool pictures that was like in the moment, and we and we. I'm, I'm so glad that we captured it, and and thank you again to uh, hashtag Old Red for uh, for sharing that with their, you know, like yeah. seventy two thousand uh, followers. Yeah, y'all go check out the picture because it's awesome. Yeah. Either on group social, my social, or and Old Red since yeah. you know Blake was posting stuff today. So, great, <laughs> great guy. Thanks, Blake. We we appreciate appreciate the plug. <laughs> It was awful sweet, everybody. Oh, but uh, but dude, seriously, it, w- it was great to to get a chance to get down there to see you perform uh, and to get a chance to hang out. Uh, you know, kind of between between your sets and then after you guys were done. Um, and and for me, you know, and you, how long have you been in Nashville? Like, when did you make the move? Dude, I I, I moved up in 2015 for the first time. But this is actually my second go around with my my. This is my second round. <laughs> you know, going head to head with Nashville. So uh, I've been back for probably four years now, five years, something like that. I learned so I mean, and I've, 
I've had like this weird connection to Nashville with between radio career and kind of what I was doing with the podcast. I'm still doing with the podcast is reaching out to artists right. uh, and, and never have I, and I don't understand Nashville, but I have a real like clear view of what that, what that city is all about now. Oh, and yeah. it's so, it's so cool. It's an amazing place. The, the amount of talent that's down there is, is off the charts and just seeing the way that Broadway functions and not Broadway functions, <laughs> it's it's just it's it's wild to me just to see it and to and to really you know try to start to get a grasp a grasp on on how it all works because you you know you can play a place like like Old Red you can play you know there's Tootsie's all the places that are on Broadway you can go to a place like Live Oak and you can I mean and see all the singer songwriters that are on there. It's such a cool dynamic of, you know, I, I, I hate to quote Jason Aldean since it's a Blake Shelton show, but. <laughs> Sponsored by. Thank you. Oh, Red, uh, if you can just refund half of that bill, that would pay my rent. <laughs> that would be great. We, we budgeted for that. Dude, I'm from Wisconsin. Like, I was like, wait, how much? That's, that's a bush light, man. Like, what's happening? What's that? What are you putting in it? <laughs> is, there, is there magic underneath this can? There was. There was. It was it's a mad. It's a magic beer. The magic was. I time traveled from Old Red to Kid Rocks, like, and I was like, "That's weird. I don't. I don't remember. A to B. It's weird. But I'm here now. <laughs> Magically, I'm here. Ta-da. Yeah, that that is the magic of Broadway. Is that you will, you will go to 15 bars. Remember two. Yep. That's pretty much how it happened. I'm like, where, where, where? like, so there were some Elvis bar, and then a Johnny Cash bar, and then we're at Kid Rocks, and I'm like. I swear to God, we were just at, did we close our tab? Is that still open? <laughs> I hope. Well, oops. But to quote to quote Jason Aldean, I mean, everybody plays, everybody sings. Yep. I mean, it was so cool to be able to to really see that and and for me to see you, because you know, I've seen your live stuff on YouTube and and, and your social media stuff, but to see that raw acoustic uh ability to be able to to perform in that, I know it's not the greatest environment to perform you got people that are right. eating you got people that are i mean it's it's a come and go audience there until you get kind of later on and we noticed that as it got later like the, the crowd engagement um it ebbs and flows it does yeah but it's so cool to be able to see you as an artist and, and all the artists that we got a chance to see down there be able to just kind of hey i don't know that one but give me a second or i haven't played this you know in in six years but I'll, you know i'll figure it out so it's, right. it's just it's it, it's awe it's awe inspiring to be able to see the the amount of talent that, that not only you have but the artists that are down there, just to be able to go and uh, and for for the fan, um, and especially in the times that we're living in or times that we have been living in, <laughs> when these unprecedented the, times, the new normal. Fuck the new normal. All right, that's you know, that's great. You know, fuck it. That's what I say. Because uh, by the way, I saw the new merch. Uh, can, can we get a shirt that says that? that <laughs> Absolutely. Can, I'll, I'll put you on the list, man. Yes. But, but it was it was so cool for us, you know, to go down to a place like Nashville, and at one o'clock in the afternoon, learning this some things the hard way, like don't park down there. Oh no. Oops. But secondly. Oh. <laughs> Like nine ninety nine for the first hour, great. Forty six for the second. Uh, well, uh. Yep. Oops. But to be able to walk out of our parking spot, yeah, we're like, oh, we learned shit. 
Uber it costs right. like twenty to get down there. So we, we learned we learned that. But when you walk we got out of the car, you know, the first time we parked down there, and you just hear music like everywhere. One o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. It was so refreshing. And I, I want to get your perspective on like to to live there and, and embrace that and obviously be a part of that on the daily. And a guy who's in music, like how energetic is that every single day to know that there's there's always music there's always a place for you to play there's always you know people for you to meet and to you know co-write with and to and to work with on things it's got to be a great environment for you well yeah first of all by the way it was awesome to see y'all down there i had a hell of a lot of fun especially because <laughs> that was that was the perfect show to, to catch me at as far as in town too because me and garrett have been friends and i told you i know i told you but yeah. I, Tell everybody listening, the, the guy I was playing with is a good buddy of mine, one of my best friends. His name is Garrett Spear. Um, shout out to Garrett. And he is awesome. But he and I have played together a lot over the years. And so we're both very comfortable playing with each other, bouncing off of each other and stuff like that, and just kind of letting the show be whatever it is, whether there's, you know, a thousand people there or whether there's two people there. It's, right. it's he and I are going to have fun. And so that, that was a ton of fun. But to answer your question, I love this town, hmm. you know, and I'll, I'll never live anywhere else um, because of the things that you mentioned, because that so many people are in the industry. And if they're not, they were, hmm. or if they're not, they're not, they love music. They love creating, they love creative people. They love, you know, and anywhere, even the surrounding towns around Nashville, there's a lot of that. And, so I love it. It's also daunting knowing that too, you know, that, that you really did show up here to figure out who you were mm. among the best of the best in the world. And, but I mean, that's what I wanted when I came here. Yeah. It's like, I, I want to sink or swim. I want to, I want to do it or don't. And I want to go up against, you know, I want not, not against in a competitive sense, but I want to be around and see if I can hang with, you know, the, the best musicians in the world. Yeah. Do you find that being in that, in that environment on, on the day-to-day basis that there's a lot of absorption, like, you know, there's, there's things that you're, you, you're really good at. And this, I mean, this is, you know, generally across the board with, with any talent or with anything that you do is you're, you're good at, you're good at things, you're great at things and there's things you need to work on. Do oh, you yeah. find yourself like when you're just, when you're just out or when you're, you're at maybe, you know, you're at Garrett's show you know, and it's just him doing his thing or him and his band doing his thing, that there's there's just so much. Like, I, I feel like this industry, the music industry, and especially in a city like Nashville, like there's no end to the learning. There's not an no. end to, you know, well, I, I got this figured out. I got guitar figured out. You know, I got my, you know, my vocals figured out. I got my stage presence figured out. I feel like there's always the ability to go out on a given night, on a given day, and just absorb new things and new sounds and, and new ways to, you know, to improve yourself. Do you find that to be the case? Oh yeah. Well, I've, I've always believed in it, especially it's kind of honed on for me, honed in for me over the last couple of years is that if you're not learning, if you're not growing, then you're moving back backwards. There is no middle. There's no like stagnation. You know, you're just moving backwards if yeah. you're not progressing. And so that's, that's really something I've tried to embrace. And even when I do go out to a, a friend's show, or, you know, when friends come to my shows, the best compliment you're ever going to get from a musician is this right here. 
Because <laughs> they're going, ah, shit, you figured out something I didn't, or I didn't see that, and you saw that, or something like that, or you know, your guitar player just played something dirty, or you, I could tell you guys rehearsed that for six hours, and that was awesome, you know. And so it's a, it's an encouraging thing, but but yeah, I mean, and I, I'd say most of the people that I, that I write with and work with all the time kind of have the same mentality. It's like you know, whether it's your whether it's your writing or your production value or, or learning a new skill that is something to do with the industry with traveling or something like that. I mean, you're all for me, I try to push myself to move forward. You know, I try to push myself to be uncomfortable because that's the only way I get any better. And you, you know, you get a chance to get out, you know, out of Nashville and do shows and, and do some traveling. Um, even though I, I tried my damnedest to get you just to like drive down to Florida <laughs> dude i wish i could have <laughs> i was like oh, God, what, are you, what are you doing it's only like 12 hours you know you're like i'm going north i'm like dude i'm just telling you south is better right now South is better, just right yeah. now because we we tried we tried to leave. nashville wanted us to fucking stay because we tried to leave oh, yeah. and there was a snowstorm and we we're like a huh, thought we were getting away from this shit and b <laughs> nobody down there knows how to drive in snow no offense no no clue oh I'm you like, ain't gonna offend me <laughs> it's like it's gonna be okay, people. Like you, but you, it's you also, okay. you also can't take the exit ramp at sixty when there's snow and ice. Because we saw no. cars just lined up and they just took, whoop, you, you missed it. Yep, or just diving off into ditches like left and right. Like nobody's getting hurt, but they're just, uh, you know, because you hit a patch of snow and freak out and overcorrect, and then they're yeah. in a ditch. And you're like, ugh. But yeah, no, I mean, we shut the county down, man. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been all over the country this year particularly when it was snowing more so than in I've, than I've been anywhere and so trying to watch them drive and learn from them to <laughs> to apply it down here but i mean it doesn't matter down here like i said we shut the county down if there if somebody says sneezes the word snow we're done you know we're we're done and we're done till it's gone like call us in march when when it starts to warm up we're just yeah. gonna stay in our stay in our houses and hang out until the snow melts yeah we stopped at a gas station uh i think it was that wednesday and and I'm talking to the you know the lady paying for gas or whatever, and she's she's from Texas, yeah, blatantly. Like I'm like, blatantly. I know where you're from, and but she did tell me seven or eight times, so I was clear on it. And she was like, <laughs> they always do from Texas. Where where are you from? And I was like, well, we're from Wisconsin. She's like, well, just to let you know, there's there's snow coming tomorrow, and these assholes can't drive in it. I'm like, you're from Texas. <laughs> You're from Texas. She's like, yeah, we get, we get nice and we get ice. We get those two things and we can drive up. We figured out how to drive on ice. People in Tennessee, not quite yet. I was like noted. And then, and then I went to see your show and I forgot all about the fact that it was supposed to snow the next day until we were trying to leave. And we got up, we're like, wait, wait, are we home? Like, are we back? Are we back home? It's, there's like four inches of snow on the ground, but long, long route around to my question. When you get a chance to leave and go, and play shows uh, all around the country. Like, what is it? What is that like knowing that when you're done with that show, you play in Chicago or you're playing in in Nebraska or you're playing in Nevada, wherever you get to come back to Nashville. I mean, that's yeah. You know, like uh, I have to go back to Bozeman. You know, no, <laughs> you're going to Nashville. I mean, right. is that? It feels great to be like ah, uh, especially if you do like a string of dates. You know, a bunch of dates in a row, and you want to get back home and sleep in your own bed and all that stuff. But you can sleep back home in Nashville. That's got to be pretty cool for an artist to uh, to call home. 
It is, man. I mean, it's 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 really like I said, it's a really cool town, and I mean, part of the thing that you kind of start to notice when you know artists move here or something like that is that, and and I was I was used to be the the same way, really bad, but I I know that it's kind of it. it I want to say it's gotten better, but it probably still hasn't because I still <laughs> brag about being like, no, yeah, we're from Nashville, you know, we're a Nashville band, and 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 that that carries a certain weight. It really does. I mean, there's you know, saying that you're from here and that you live here and that you play here, you know, that, that, that tends to carry a little weight and it's in, and which I think it's cool. I think it's, I think it should, I think it's earned that, you know, I think the city's history and even the city's current state, you know, as far as music and production goes and innovation in music, I think it's, I think it's earned that, you know, and, and so it is, it's a really cool place and it's, it, it's a cool place to come back to. I, I live about probably 30 minutes outside of the city mm. now. Um, I did live in the city last year, um, I guess year before, it was 2020, lived in the city when all that stuff hit. Um, and it was cool to live in a city and be seven minutes away from losers in Midtown for an Uber ride. That was awesome. But I grew up in South Carolina, man, and I grew up in the country. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta get me somewhere with yeah. a little more, a little more grass and, mm-hmm. You know, a little more, a couple country stores and stuff like that. So, but, uh, but I do. I mean, I, I love that. I love Tennessee, man. You know, I, I love, love living in the South and just the, the whole culture, but especially, like you say, around Nashville, the music and the people here. You know, it's, it's something special. I, I've, and I'm going to say this, and somebody's, somebody's going to beat me to it because I've been saying this for a minute, but I'm going to write a song about this place one day called The Island of Misfit Toys. It's like, <laughs> it's where, all these creatives that don't necessarily fit in anywhere else or fit in the nine fives. Right? I mean, you've been around musicians, you know, yeah. like you say, radio and doing podcasts and stuff like that. I mean, you know, most of us are weird. Most of us are a little <laughs> off and, and it seems like just this melting pot of all, I mean, and, and people, when they think about Nashville, they think about typically think about country music, but there's so yeah. many genres here. I mean, and there are so many people that are incredible at those genres here, whether it's rock or rap or R and B or, you know, country and blues. And I mean, uh, I don't know if I, I think I said pop, but, or, or pop, I mean, there's some incredible pop artists here. I mean, so it's just a melting pot for all this creativity and it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, having spoken to many artists over 20 some odd years, I'm not going to age myself, but a long ass time <laughs> before, over for real- Years. <clears throat> Before Y2K. Um, <laughs> anybody remember Y2K? No, nobody remembers Y2K. No, they're all too young. But that's fine. Uh, I'm cool with that. But that's that's one of the, b- the big things that not only did I, I learn, obviously, secondhand, but just in observation and always asked, like, there's one thing about really liking music. And that's where I found myself growing up. It's like I was a huge fan of music. You know, I kind of tried it out a little bit, picked up a guitar a little bit. And then, like, but it just wasn't. It wasn't my jam. Right. And I always tell artists, I'm like, you know, you have very, not easy paths in life, because I don't want to say anything is, like, given to you. But there there are things where it's like, if you wanted to even become a doctor, there is a pathway to become a doctor. You know, you, right. you get good grades in high school, and then you go to college, and you go to, like, 35 years of the medical school, and then you can become a doctor. <laughs> 35 but years of medical school. You, you, I round up. But but there's there's a path to it, and it's not always easy. If you wanted to become anything else besides a musician, there is a well-mapped-out way to get there. Right. Now, you have to have a certain level of passion for 
music to be like, okay, here's what I want to do. I want to travel around, probably in a van with a bunch of dudes that probably don't shower for a couple days. I want to make very little money for a while. And then in Nashville, it's like like next level stuff. Because you're like, now I'm going to go to the Mecca. I want to go to the place where all of the greats live and all of the second greats live and the third tier and the, you know, cause it's, it's, it's a level system, obviously. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to go there and cut my teeth, you know, where everybody has. And if they haven't, they should have cut their teeth from that moving into Nashville from South Carolina and then working your way, having to go and, and, and play for free, having to go and play for tips, having to go and, Work your way, you know, beg and plead to to get a a spot and then beg and plead to get a better spot and then be able to make a career out of it. Like, none of that shit is easy. Oh, no, dude. And none of it's guaranteed. Like, if if you – college isn't necessarily – but if you want to get a job at a gas station and work your way up, you certainly can. There's a a path to do it. The obstacles are show up and do your job and and listen to your boss. This is like fucking curveballs everywhere you go. You know, not being at the right place at the right time, being at the right place at the right time, but not with the right, right, right person. Like it's such a, it's such a crapshoot. So you have to have this real certain passion for it because I'm sure you've known people. I'm sure you have known people that thought they had it. And then they were like, you know what else sounds good? Cleaning houses. (laughs) Because I know if I go and do my job, I get a paycheck. I know I can oh, get to yeah. go home after every day of work. I know I don't have to go in a sprinter van with a bunch of dudes <laughs> for an extended <laughs> period of time, especially in the summer, man. I get it. Like I've been in those sprinter vans with interviewing artists. I'm like, is somebody, is there, was there a death? Like did you, <laughs> is there a body like in the, like what it's cool. Happens? Like I have shovels and shit. I'm from Wisconsin. Like I can, I'll find you a spot, but I just need to know. I can probably help you that with this. I just want to know what happened here. But I mean, it really. Right. But it it takes such a such a level of of love for what you do to be able to do it because it's not the overnight success bullshit is exactly that. Like, oh yeah, it is. It's in, complete bullshit. You know, even emerging artists, Chris Stapleton. Didn't just yeah. bust onto the fucking scene, you know? No. It's that dude had written songs for everybody. And that's outside of again, I, I feel like a little bit of the veil uh, is has been lifted just from being down there and obviously knowing people that, that are, are doing exactly what you're doing. Oh but yeah. I'm like, and the more you the more you come down here, the more the that'll that'll kinda happen. You'll you'll see more and more of of how this really works, you know. And I mean yeah, uh, you do have to be passionate, but you also have to be a little stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was wondering, I'm like, he's either going stupid or he's going crazy or maybe yeah. a combination of the both. Well, you got to be a little bit of both. But, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm never going to claim to be the smartest guy for trying to do this. <laughs> but I think that subconsciously, because especially at the time, because I've known I wanted to do this, like I've, that I wanted to do it for a career since I was 16. Yeah. You know, it was like, I always want to go play music. Um, but uh, I think that part of 
what attracted me to music, to the, to the, to the industry, to the scene, to the, is that ever evolving challenge Mm -hmm. is that, you know, it's not necessarily something you can catch, you know, it's not, you can't show up and then, you know, that's why you see artists that have been in the game that are huge for, for years and years and years, you know, they're still chasing, they're still doing it. They're still chasing a different sound. They're still chasing a different show. They're still putting out songs because they're still chasing that dragon. And I mean, I love that. You know, I, I love that in a sense that you know you're chasing something that you're never necessarily going to catch. You know, um, but <laughs> I will say too that I mean, you're talking about there being a a defined path. I mean, dude, I tried it. I'll be honest; I'll be the first person to tell anybody that after a couple years in Nashville, I got discouraged and I was like, okay, I'm going to go try the day to day thing, and mm-hmm. and I hated it. You know, I was, I was depressed. I was, uh, you know, I was depressed and gained a bunch of weight and didn't want to talk to anybody. And I was like, well, what's wrong with me? I had to, you know, look in the mirror one day. I was like, what's going on? And, and it turns out, it's like, man, I, I can't not do it. You know, I can't not play music. I can't not create in some form or fashion, you know, not to be overly dramatic about it. But, you know, that's, that's what happened in my head. It's like, okay, I, I need to be creating a need a new challenge every day i can't you know I, I, I want something different a little different every day you know and so every show every show every song every sets every you know everything is just a little bit different it's just different enough to to go okay cool i can learn or grow or view this as a new challenge you know so but you do have to be a little crazy to do this. <laughs> i i agree i agree and how how important though I mean, you talk about that moment, and I, and I don't think it's overly dramatic because I think that there is there is an importance to that moment because that is like – I'm sure there are artists that, that kind of go through that. They, they go, they make the move to Nashville, or maybe they're – you know, they, they achieve some sort of success in their, their area, their town, their state, their region, whatever, and they decide yeah. to make that move. And – and they get discouraged. They get to a point where they're just like, this isn't walk in, go into Tootsie's, and they give you, you know, the door slot with the band that night. And then, right. you know, the, the right guy walks in and, oh, well, shit, here you go. You know, here's 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 your contract. We're going to pay for your first tour. Like, let's make shit happen. Like, right. I imagine that there's a lot of people that, that, that go through that experience and get discouraged and whether it's move back home or whether it's move somewhere else, move out of the city, but they don't ever have that moment that you talk about. They don't have that moment where they have to look themselves in the mirror and say, "Fuck, like I, I can't do, I can't not do that. Whatever it takes to do that, I have to do that." There's probably plenty of talent that got there, wasn't what they thought, turned around, got the nine to five, whatever, and they're like, "I shot my shot," right? But they yeah. didn't. They didn't have that. That fucking michael jackson man in the mirror moment where they're like like i can't do anything else like i right. this is what i do and hell or high water whatever it takes to do it i'm gonna do that because right <laughs> this will kill me this probably also will kill me if fucking cooper keeps <laughs> coming to town with his double whiskeys on a tuesday or wednesday whatever <laughs> you know so i wasn't playing i just had to take pictures of this shit and try to remember it <laughs> but it's but it's yeah, I'm gonna buy you a twelve pack of coke and bring it next time. It's like hand these to everybody. Everybody gets a soda. Yeah, the 
<laughs> then Blake will come out and he'll kick me out for bringing in stuff, bad things, man. Because uh, he's he also runs security. Um, right, yeah, that dude's wearing a bunch of hats and all red, man. man. Huh. He's supposed to check the Instagram. You know, he's probably he's probably running sound. It's nonstop. <laughs> but like somebody doesn't show up, he has to get up and play a set. Uh, fine. What do you want to hear? Play some whaling. Oh, all right, fine. <laughs> but but it's wagon wheel. <laughs> oh god. Everybody, everybody now. Play it again. <laughs> but but you know that this is what you were born to do. Especially when you talk about knowing at sixteen that this is what you wanted to do. I mean Oh yeah, man. And knowing outside of like I thought at sixteen I was gonna go to school at Notre Dame and play, you know, I was gonna be a starting cornerback and then I was gonna get drafted by the Packers. You know, it's a different dream, man. It's a different dream. Totally. <laughs> it's still a dream though, man. That's <laughs> awesome. I was, it was I was never good enough at sports to be like, Oh, oh man, I'm gonna nope. Oh <laughs> well, I wasn't that good. It was just my dream, you know? It was just my dream. Just what I wanted. You know, I I came from an Irish family, right? So, like, my grandfather would have the Notre Dame game on, like, every Saturday. And I was like, oh, so we're, like, what's the, like, I get it. They're the fighting Irish, but I'm guessing they're not all Irish, right? He's like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's green. It's gold. We're watching it. And we're going to drink brandy. I'm like, I'm eight. So, cool. This this is my problem with really expensive drinks. I'm like, oh, oh too much. Yeah. Pocket. Bro, yeah. But it's you know, there's there's having that dream of like I'm gonna do this. And then like sticking to your guns and then having that man in the mirror moment and then coming back and being like, Whatever it takes, man. It's like guns, you know, guns blazing. We're doing shit. Dude, we'll we'll see if that is the right way to look at it. I mean, because yeah, I'm either too stupid or too stubborn to give up. And, and you know, I, I'm lucky to be one of the guys that in Nashville that made it through, you know, COVID and made it through the last year, especially because even post COVID, I mean, uh, you know, for anybody out there that doesn't know, you know, it's still, it was still hard to get shows. It was still hard to, you know, because everybody all at the same time is clamoring for, you know, it's like for, for work, for anything to do. And, um, you know, I'm one of the guys that's blessed, like I said, to, to make it through. Um, but, man, I'm trying to – I just completely lost my, my train of thought. But I decided a long time ago that hell or high water, no matter where it turns out, that I'm still one of the lucky ones. You know, I'm one of the lucky ones that gets to create music, that gets to play on – you know, play in the greatest city for music on the planet. You know, and I get to do that and then still get, get to go out on the road with my buddies, you know, just four guys in a big white van, right. you know, kicking around the country trying to make some money playing playing our songs, man. I mean, you know, I listened to Waylon songs that were talking about that. And I, I, was, I remember thinking as a kid, you know, my dad listened to Waylon being like, man, I want to do that. Right. And and I did, you know, I can I can say that I've gotten to do that. And, and I'm going to take it as far as good Lord lets me take it. But, uh, but I am, I wake up every day, really happy to get to play music. You know, you talk, we talked about, you know, living in Nashville and, and eating it, breathing it every single day. And, and now you've incorporated it into your career, but being on the road, getting out mm-hmm. and doing shows. I know the last, however fucking long has been kind of a pain in the ass. 
to get and go and do those things. Obviously, last year was probably a little bit better. This year, obviously, things are looking up. But like that moment that you talked about, being in that van with your dudes, going to play shows, you know, towns you've been to, towns you haven't been to, things you've experienced, places you haven't played before. Like, is that of all the things you get to do? And it's it's probably tough to pick a favorite because there's probably like nuanceable things about each thing that you're like, no, I like, I love oh. this about songwriting. I love this about being able to play Broadway, playing off Broadway, playing shows. Like, but is is getting out of town, even though it's the greatest town for music, is getting out of town and going and playing somewhere with your boys, you know, just tearing it up. Is that like, is that your favorite? Because it feels like it feels like that's. <laughs> As as horrible as I made it sound with the oh, it smells like a dead body. Oh, none of those. Like it's still, it's still, it does, man. It, especially with you know, dudes. Like I get it. Like oh I, yeah, I take feel, four boys to a Taco Bell and see what happens. <laughs> in we have seventeen hours of travel ahead of us. Let's stop at a Taco Bell. Ding. Yeah, good idea. I mean, I know I feel bad for it is like you know, I don't feel bad because they're still do they're living their dream. But like female artists. You have to travel in that same van with a bunch of dudes, like man, oh, yeah. Like, man, poor, oh, poor girl. Like, like, apologize. <laughs> so behalf on me and Coop, behalf on uh, on behalf of me and Coop to the to our female artists out there, we're we're sorry for our gender. <laughs> it's it's just the way we raised, man. Like we don't know any. Like we, we, we talk, don't know anybody. We don't. We talked about being stupid. It's just it's just in our DNA. We don't know. We're just gonna give every male musician we see a candle to take right. with him on the road. Yeah, your next tour is gonna be sponsored by Bath and Body Works, man. To be like, oh. Dude, at this point, I'll take anybody. <laughs> yeah. wants sure, to money. Go- sure, does absolutely. It, does it come with a check? That's what we. Not, oh, free candles. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess I'll take. Wait, my bass player loves but, candles. See, but do you? Less, I mean, being on the road doing shows, like, is that still? I mean, that just sounds like the a big piece of the pie that that makes you smile every day. I love it, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I love it, but I'm learning how to do it better, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, something I've learned recently, especially, is that, you know, I, I want to, like I was saying earlier, as far as, like, if you're not learning, then then you're falling back and you're, you know, you're moving backwards if you're not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. And so being on the road is, is something that I love a lot. You know, what rolling into a new town in front of a brand new crowd, people you've never seen before. And it's your job to make those people feel something when you sing your songs, make them have a good time and have a few drinks when you're singing everybody else's songs, mm-hmm. you know, and really reaching out, connecting with people that you met, you know, you didn't even get to meet. You just got thrown up on a stage in front of, right. you know, is a cool feeling and it's a cool challenge and I love it. Um, I'm starting to focus a little more on if we're going to go out, when we go out on the road, you know, to, to be a little more focused on, you know, we, we want some opportunities to showcase what we do and what we sound like and, and our songs and stuff like that, you know? So we're, we're focusing more on, on things like that this year, but I do, man, I, I love that challenge and the camaraderie of, you know, you get in a guy, you get in a van with three other dudes, you know, there's four guys in the van and, and you're rolling, you know, sometimes the way it works out, you're rolling 10 and a half hours one way, playing a show, rolling 10 and a half hours back, yeah. you know, and three of your buddies that are brave enough, passionate enough, and dumb enough to get in a van to do that <laughs> with you, you know, it, it's a special camaraderie, it's a special thing, it's a, 
you know, and it makes it easy to create with those guys. And, and so, I mean, it, it was one of the things like that I really wanted to do when in music and over the past year, year and a half, maybe two years, I've got to do that really, yeah. really experience that whole, you know, that whole kind of legend that you hear about people starting to play music. That's so cool, dude. And, and how cool is it? And, and I want to talk about, uh, the fellers, uh, the fellers in the band. I know they were there. They are going to jo- one of these episodes, man, we're going to have mom. We're just going to have a jam. We're going to drink whiskey and have a jam session. And, and, uh, absolutely. It'll be a shit show, but it'll be oh, fun yeah. to watch. Dude, we're going to do it live and just see what happens. You know, <laughs> sorry. We apologize in advance. We'll burn some candles. Call it good. I don't care. <laughs> burn some candles. <laughs> It's okay. Apologize it's okay. for our, all of our cancelable moments. <laughs> so, sorry, this is either great PR or really bad. It's not. It's right. nowhere in between. But <laughs> it feels like you have a great group that you roll with. That the, the guys in the band, uh, your guys, like it's a co- it's a cohesive unit. Like the pieces are in place. Like is that was that a struggle? Like is it was it a struggle to find? the right pieces like how does that formulation happen to get like to know and again you mentioned crazy because you kind of, we talked about this you have to be crazy to do this like yeah, oh, yeah. get in the van and we're gonna go 10 hours that way and play a three-hour show or turn it back yep. around it'll be fun you gotta buy a ticket to the crazy train <laughs> choo-choo it's coming through <laughs> but but it, how how does that process go to try to find all the right pieces is it is it meeting people is it going to shows being like man i really like you know this guitar player like fits is what I want it to look and sound like, you know, when I'm out doing shows, how does that process work for you? Man? I mean, I know you hear people say it all the time. The, the, it's the, who, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple a couple of guys in the band, it was, you know, because I knew some really great musicians and I was like, Hey, do you know anybody else? And, um, you know, I tell them that my guitar player and my drummer, uh, my bass player actually responded to an ad on Facebook, like, four years ago for me asking for a roommate and you know he's been stuck with me ever since so. <laughs> he tells everybody he's like he's like yeah i have to pay him rent and play for him so i'm just obligated to hang out with this dude <laughs> we're, we're, we never are apart we're always together <laughs> no he's a great guy i mean so it was intentional for me you know it was something that i was looking for you know i was like i, I want to build a band i want to build something that you know we can be creative together we can be you know work on a show and and really get everybody's creative input because i don't necessarily just trust myself to build the best thing in the world you know and so i want to have three other people that i trust going hey this you're really good at this this is your instrument this is your area this is and you know they bring their experiences to the table too and go well you may have not done that before but i've done that before you know he's done this thing or he's done that thing and and you know you really get a better sense of how to build a show and how to build out a song and the different parts. And I mean, it's made me a better musician. Mm. I feel like it's made me a better songwriter. I mean, we, and even in the sense, not in the sense that, you know, sitting down and writing with the guys, but more so the way they think about songs and approach songs when I bring them mm. my songs, you know, it, it's made me walk into a write with that mentality going, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to write this because, you know, I'm going to put this part in here because, you know, because one of my guys said this or that, and you know, and so it pushes you, which which is what I wanted. You know, I wanted a group of guys that pushed each other to be better, and you know, I was I tried to be intentional about finding that, and I was blessed to have found it and to found 
guys, especially in Nashville, man, because Nashville's a real hired gun city. Yeah, it's a real you know this guy went out on that tour, this guy went on that tour, that guy went on this tour. You know, you don't hear people playing for. 15, 20 years together anymore, yeah. you know, which I wanted, you know, I, I listened to all the songs, you know, like the Wayland songs, like I've seen the world with a five piece band, you know, and so I, that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted the, the, the adventure aspect of that and, you know, the, the feeling like you're in a pirate ship in the middle of the ocean with people and you got to figure out how to do it, you know, <laughs> to stick with the theme of the podcast. You no, like I, that? I get it. I like, I like how you wrap that all nice up into a nice little package there. Pirate. But yeah, I mean, I did it on purpose. So kudos. It's something, something I was trying to do. Is it, it's gotta be refreshing to, to have that level of trust with, because the hired gun thing kind of threw this into my brain. Like, Oh, we just have we have a, a bass player coming in for this, you know, we're doing a weekend of shows and we just have this bass player coming in. Here we're gonna throw some practices together, go out and, and do this run and come back. Right. But to have like a solidified group of of talented artists that you trust enough to like really absorb like, man, like this is how he plays. This is how he, you know, vibes with this particular type of song or this chorus or this, you know, this live part of this live performance. Like, because you've heard stories about lead singers who it's more like a dictatorship and they're like, right. here's how we're going to do it. I'm sorry. Here's how you're going to do it because this is what I said. But to be able to, right. you know, be open enough to bring all that in, that has to be a, a relief for you to know you got the guys, you understand each other. There's a real cohesive unit to it that you're like, I'm going to bring out and you're going to bring out the best in me. Meanwhile, I'm going to try to bring out the best in you, and everybody's kind of bringing out the best in, in one another. Yeah, I mean, I feel like good leaders try to help hmm. who they have around them as much as they possibly can. Yeah. You know, it's like, to be a good leader, you've got to serve more than everybody else around you. You know, and I'm not always great at that. Uh, you know, and I've seen, I've met those lead singers yeah. that, you know, they're like, oh, well, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. It's like, man, you, just, you know, if you respect the people that you're working with, you don't have to act like that. Right. And people that act like that are scared. You know, the only reason people act like that is because they're, uh, you know, they're afraid that they could possibly be wrong or steering it down the wrong path and they're overcompensating with, you know, all that anger and controlling, you know, and I have to have my hands on every little thing, man. I, I love to be able to write a song and go, you know what? I think this song doesn't suck and just send it to the guys and go, cool, write a part, yeah. like write a part. And you put yourself into it and do it. I mean, because and it just makes you, it makes your life so much easier right. you know? yeah. when you trust the people that you work with and that you're trying to do your best and the most you can to, to, to help everybody that you're working with, you know? And, but when you trust them, it makes your life easier because you can go, Hey, I think you're great at what you do. That's why I wanted to work with you. You know, you're a great person. You're great at what you do. So here's this piece of this thing that you're going to be way better at than me. Right. You know? And so if I want the, you know, if I'm chasing the dragon, if I'm chasing the best song, if I'm chasing the best experience, the best experience musically, the best experience for the crowd, the best experience for me singing up on stage, you know, I'm going to go, I want the guy that knows way one hell of a lot more than I do right. to, to be, charge of that part of it you know yeah and, and how, how important is that that trust because there's enough bullshit 
that you have to deal with on the day to day. Oh yeah. Like, huh? You know, it's nice to not have to worry about that. Like, I trust yeah. my guys to do their best. I'm doing my best. It's so one last thing I got to fucking worry about when it comes right. to all the other things, whether it's, you know, lining up shows or, you know, deadlines and getting to the right place and all the other stuff. You got to, you know, to have that level of trust in your, you know, on your team. Huh. Really? And yeah. There's so much bullshit in this industry. <laughs> I mean, you know that, but yeah. I'm sure, but you probably know that better than I do. Working on the radio side of things. It's, uh, it's very eye opening, like <laughs> to me. I've always, and, and not always, been uh you know a fan of uh, underdog is not the right word but my passion for music i've had since i was little my very music you know musically inclined family that did not drip down into this uh their ability to consume <laughs> alcohol did so you know i, I got you. I, I guess i got the raw into that stick but you know <laughs> but always a fan of music always was into it you know and always was very eclectic about my musical stylings and what i was into i worked in country radio worked in rock radio worked in classic rock radio worked in all these different genres and stuff right and and from all the the artists i met got a chance to interview um some of the biggest in the world and some that you know just picked up a guitar and, and wrote their first song and were doing their first show for me the real the realness of an artist my belief in an artist is what I call them being tangible, them being real, sure. them, them yeah. being the guys that if they're playing a festival, probably playing early in the day or they're playing on a side stage, but you will see them at their merch table or somewhere interacting with the fans until there's no more fans left to interact with. hundred percent. And yeah. so that, and under, I under, I get it. I get, we talked about the levels you know, yep. it's tough for a level to hang out at the artist booth and do things. So I, I understand that it's just a different animal they have to deal with. But there's a, a certain yeah. point when you lose when you lose the understanding of what what that is, of right. what that fan interaction is. When there's none on the stage, when you're just you're kind of up there and and then you pack it in and you're on the bus and you're going to the next place. Right. I get it. You worked there to get up there, but there's this. There's less bullshit. Yes. There's less bullshit when you're still, you can tell that you still have a passion for it. And there are A-list artists that still have this, this drive and this passion and this real fan right. interaction. They want to do as much as they can. They understand that their limitations, whether it's a security reason, whether it's because they have people in place that are like, you, your job is to be the wall between me and bullshit and stop all the bullshit. But right. that, that can get in the way of, of that, that fan interaction. There's still artists out there that are like that. But man. Yeah, which is yeah, which is why I, I think I said like I guess that because they because when you were saying they kind of have an excuse when they're when they're a list, it's like I, I guess. But I mean, dude, if Garth can sit and stay and sign everything that somebody wants signs, show you know after show, I know he doesn't do it for everything. I'm sure he doesn't because how could you? That's not feasible. It's not real. Right. But to actually make the effort to go, hey, those are the people that got me here because I don't give shit. Whatever level you're at, you know, whether you're, you know, super able is going to be famous for the next hundred years or, you know, whether you're playing on Broadway. If somebody wants you to sign something, if somebody wants you to take a picture, like you do that because you've got to show those people that you appreciate them because those are the people that put you wherever you're at the people yeah. that are willing to download a song on Spotify they hadn't heard or come to a show that they for an artist that 
that isn't on the radio or or even if they are, you know, if they're huge, if they're massive, those yeah. without those stadiums full, without those people buying those tickets, then <laughs> then the A-list artist ability to be an asshole drops to zero. <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> so sorry, you are no longer welcome in Applebee's, sir. No mas. No mas. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Without the fan support, those people wouldn't even be able to act like that in the first place. So it's like, man, like, I feel like you, you got to appreciate the people that got you there. You know, one of my one of my, my blessings. And again, I did uh, 22, 22 years in, in radio since from yeah. being a teenager to very much not being a teenager anymore. Grew up, <laughs> watched the industry change and stuff. You know, the craziest part that, that took me, I think that first year being out was I discovered more artists, more music, more stylings of music that I really fucking liked. Yep. After I got out, it was. Oh, I believe that. it was this. It was this. Like I was, and I was. A, I was a guy, program director, who supported like the unsigned uh, acts that would come to town. I'm like, dude, we're gonna play your song, and if it's a fucking good song, it deserves to be in my rotation, and it will get there. You know, That's I didn't cool. base shit off of the charts. I was like, no, this is a good song. It resonates with our with our fan base. Right. But it was amazing to me. Like, holy shit. Like there's this whole, how do you think I found Warren Garrett scrolling through Instagram, <laughs> scrolling through Instagram on a 30 second clip of him playing, a, you know, a, one of his, you know, original songs live somewhere. I'm like, I got to talk to that motherfucker. Dude, and I appreciate my the hell out of it. I really do. I mean, cause I, and I know, I know I even said it, at, uh, it all read, you know, after, a, after a couple of whiskey drinks, she bought us, but, uh, <laughs> it was just, a, it was just a couple. It was a school night. It was just a couple. I mean, we didn't have that. I, mean, I don't even like num- <laughs> Warren. I don't even like numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. Yeah, that's why, you, I, that's yeah, why I, I talk for a living. I'm real bad at geography, <laughs> man. I didn't even pass the class. <laughs> get- but yeah, I remember telling people in the crowd, it's like, hey, man, you know, my buddy Coop's here. It's like he he, he supports, music, or supports musicians and acts and artists that don't necessarily get the the voice that comes with a, a record label or just with having a shit ton of money, right. <laughs> you know, makes it easy. And, and how much I appreciate it. Cause I do, I appreciate you and I appreciate people like you that, that actually give, you know, that they, they go out and find artists, you know, and it, whether or not it's me or my buddies or, or whatever, I don't, I don't care if, if people are going out and finding the artists that they love, the artists that they like, you know, to listen to, then that's, that's the beauty of it. That's art, dude. That's, that's what it was supposed to be. Right. You know, if you go to an art like art gallery and just see one artist the entire time, you're probably not going to enjoy that art gallery very much. But if you get to see 50 artists, you're probably going to find two or three that you're like, holy shit, that's awesome. That connects with me. You know, and I could not have picked the subject that I was further from. I have been to an art gallery twice in my life. So I don't know why I <laughs> use that example. But that's the one that came to my mind. Hmm. As far as, Who knew? Yeah. Warren Garrett, art aficionado. No, Huge. no, because somebody's gonna email me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you, what do you, Picasso? Now, what do you got? Oh, cut your ear off? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah, somebody's gonna know. Yeah, is Mister Painter guy? <laughs> That's and, and I bring up gonna, Pic- Picasso they're, they're is the call me. He's the only so what, fucking artist I know. Picasso's the only like. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd see what I was afraid of is that somebody was gonna call me and be like. Oh, uh, would you like to play the opening of my art gallery? I'm like, no, I <laughs> no, really don't. Dude, you never dude, met me. Dude. You have to listen to me first. Hold up, hold up. I have a great idea. 
no. Book that fucking show. <laughs> book that book that show. Like fucking play along right up to the end. And then yeah. we're gonna film this shit. And you're, you're gonna wait. You're gonna wait till they start, you know, they're popping the champagne and they got you know the caviar and shit is all out. And then we're just gonna rock the faces off. And just Yeah, absolutely. Just gonna record the melee and uh it's gonna go viral. And then it'll be it would, that would be the single best PR stunt <laughs> in, in the history of Dumbass PR stunts. Uh, absolutely, Miffy. We will play your grand opening of your gala. <laughs> Pinky out. Pinky out. <laughs> my my buddy uh, Juan Cooper will be there to uh, document the whole thing. <laughs> Cherry out. I don't know why. They're br- Duke. <laughs> Miss, uh, Duke Cooper. Duke Cooper. I'm the Duke. I don't know why <laughs> there's a lot of Brits. There's a lot of Brits down there in Nashville opening up art gallery. So Apparently. We, we love it down here. It's, uh, except for the snow. We don't understand. It's a bugger. It's what it is. Uh, this is <laughs> I a- feel real real bad for anybody that's running on a treadmill right now listening <laughs> to this podcast. And they tuned in at the weird British art gala part. Like, like, what in the hell are these two talking about? I feel like I pressed the wrong button on Spotify. Like, oh, <laughs> from the from the what what? Like I don't understand. It's, it's the last time I shuffle anything. <laughs> so so sorry, but uh, we we are still on on Spotify. They haven't banned us yet, so I feel oh I feel, sweet. Yeah, me and Rogan, well, yeah, me and Rogan. I was about to say, too. I was about to say, nobody gives a shit what Neil Young thinks, man. <laughs> Dude, my my favorite quote out of whole that whole thing was both of Neil Young's Spotify listeners are going to be real mad that he's not <laughs> on there anymore. <laughs> uh, I saw there was a great meme too because it was like I was. It was Neil Young and then like Joni Mitchell and then Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young. Yep. Ah, we're pulling all of our music off of Spotify and they have a, a picture of an old woman with one of those big brick phones. That they think <laughs> they, the first ever cell phone that was on like Miami Vice back in like ninety two. Like, yep. How do I delete Spotify from this thing? <laughs> like, a, like a fucking rotary phone. Like pff, I don't understand the buttons. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand. Buttons are weird. This is yeah. Strange. I mean, I don't know, man. Like world's crazy as far man. as. Yeah, it's the world's insane, but you and Rogan holding strong, and you know, I think, I think people should let people just be themselves and not try to control them. It seems pretty simple. I feel, right. I feel like this is written down somewhere on a document, written oh, many man. many years ago. As uh, that dec- sounds real familiar. Declaration of uh, 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 it'll it'll come uh, to me. What is it? It'll come to me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Picasso it's institutionalization. Yes. Picasso. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Declaration of Picasso. It's in that art gallery. <laughs> Declaration of Picasso. Can't wait. I can't wait till you open that thing up, man. That's gonna be great. <laughs> We're here for the opening. Yeah, please, absolutely. Please present Sir Warren Garrett and his band of miscreants. <laughs> and Duke Cooper. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Well, yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about twenty. You know, we kind of we touched on twenty twenty two a little bit. Um, yeah. And some things that you're working on, like what is what I know we when you and I talked uh, at Old Red, we. We talked about new music and writing some stuff. Like, what, what is just for people that weren't there with us? They should right. have been because that was a, a riot. It, dude, it was, so, <laughs> it was, it was so just, much fun. I just, awesome. want to, I just want to come back now. I want to come back, and I, I have to save money first. Then come on, come dude. back, and I can get my my eleven dollar beer. But hey, don't worry about saving money. You can crash on my couch. I'm in. I live here. <laughs> I live here now. But like, what? What is I live here now. It almost happened. <laughs> when it was snowing in Nashville, we're like, well, the traffic's not going anywhere. I guess we just live here. 
So <laughs> we find a spot, here get now. that Airbnb back for another night. But like, what does the year look like for you? Like, are you, is I know you got some dates uh, kind of sporadically out there. Are you looking to get out more? Like new music coming out. What's what's the plan for the year as we kind of get ramped up out of uh, out of winter and into spring and summer? Oh, which good lord, this winter's been brutal. Ugh. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm so glad I can't, I can't say that. I I spent three weeks of it in Florida, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. I feel super bad for you I right now. I can tell. Like, I can tell. Golly, so <laughs> much pity. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But uh, no, I mean, for me, man, music. Yeah. You know, it uh, it dawned on me. It's like, you know, you kind of get frustrated, and you're like, oh well. It's like, why is nobody seeing the artist just try of what I do or anything like that? And then, it, you know, you know, when like those really simple facts just take a brick and break your nose with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what happened to me. And that brick was, hey, idiot, you've only got one song on Spotify. You know, you can't really be <laughs> like, I didn't know. Why aren't I, why aren't I getting hey, listeners? That's one like, more than Neil Young song. has. It's one more than Neil Young <laughs> has on Spotify. It's up now. It's up now, uh, Neil. Um, Where you at, dude? I'm stealing that. I've got one more song that Neil Young does on Spotify. Feel free. That one's free of charge. Oh, that was good. I like that one. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it is, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I can't, you know, I want people to know who I am. I want people to see my artistry. I want people to, you know, to to have a chance to either love what we do or hate it, and, and I'm not giving them that chance if I'm not putting out music, you know? So that's... That is the goal for this year. I've got a ton of songs that we're working with and working on and um, in the studio right now. So hopefully, uh, I'm not going to set any kind of date or anything, yeah, but y'all keep an eye on us on you know late spring, early summer. Yeah. And we'll be checking your uh, your website, uh, warrengarrettmusic.com, for that uh, art gallery opening. Hopefully, yeah, absolutely coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to know. It's just going to be a bunch of finger paintings that I did. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is it? Uh, color by numbers. Uh, dot <laughs> shit. You know? Like like when you go it's, when you go to a fa- like a not-so-fancy restaurant and they give the kids' menu out. I have a kid, so I, yeah. I know what it's like. And it's like, oh, look, right. you can color and you can do, uh, you know, connect the dots. And that, that works. That works. <laughs> That's like color. Yeah, it's just like coloring a little bit at a time. No, I'm, I'm going to set it up and uh, and just tell people it's a bunch of NFTs that can budge them. Bank, Rin. <laughs> we still have to talk in British accents, though. That's the caveat. Yeah, yeah, still. absolutely. Awesome, brother. Well, tell people where they can find you on uh, on the social medias. And, uh, and of course, I just mentioned the website, but WarrenGarrettMusic.com. Where can they find you and find your music, your one song on Spotify? Uh, my one song. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, man, it's it's Warren Garrett on Spotify, Warren Garrett Music on all the social stuff. Um yeah, I think it's. I try to keep it pretty simple, sweet. Keep an eye out on the spring, early summer. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff out. Be working on a lot of cool stuff, and then hopefully some shows to show off that stuff. Awesome, Coop, I appreciate you having me, brother. Dude, dude, anytime. Uh, we'll get you back on, like I said, with the boys, and we'll uh, we'll 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 go live, and we'll talk about art and other other things. Talk about <laughs> our favorite, how the art gallery is doing. Our, our favorite uh, Joni Mitchell song, and. Uh, <laughs> What else? A whole bunch of things, but but I do want to I want to uh, make sure that we make a trip back down to Nashville sometime. So we'll, we'll coordinate schedules uh, at some point Absolutely. this year. Otherwise, if you happen to be, you know, traveling north, give me a holler and uh, we'll make. A trip. Uh, I don't think we're coming to Wisconsin. Uh, we're doing. We got Denver and Chicago on the books, um, and then I think we're going to spend some time in the studio. So. 
All right. Well, if, if you if you need, you know, I'll I'll find you a show. I'll find you. <laughs> I'll fucking Thanks, open, buddy. I open you, might, my, you might know a guy. I, I mean, I'll open my own damn art gallery. Like, it'll be fine. It's cool. <laughs> honey, honey, I'll honey, up. we're getting into the art world. Cool. Yeah? No? No. Maybe not. No. We'll see what happens. That's going to sit in the garage for three months. <laughs> this, is, this is like that fucking wall. She's now. <laughs> <laughs> you and your ideas again. I get it. Just, <laughs> you and your art ideas. Keep my mouth shut from now on. Hey, buddy, uh, so good to catch up with you and, and shoot the shit for the last hour plus. Uh, we'll, we'll get you back Always on here soon. And Yeah, when shit starts to drop, man, we'll, uh, we'll be sure to help you out how we can. That would be awesome, brother. Always good talking to you, Coop. Awesome. Let me know when you're coming back down. <laughs> I will. Liver reset first. <laughs> You'll do a water cleanse first. Yes. Oh, and I'm cleansed. Better. I'm away. Ta-da. Ta-da. Awesome, brother. Cannot say thank you enough for checking out the From the Captain's Quarters podcast. How can you help support the show? Well, it's easy. Wherever you are listening, whatever podcast platform you are jamming on, make sure you give us a five-star review, leave a comment, and most importantly, share this episode with your friends, whether they're a musician, whether they're an entrepreneur, whoever they may be, they want to hear what we're talking about. So please share the show. That's how we grow. That's how we do cooler things. You can also help us by following us on our social medias from the Captain's Quarters podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Follow us, give us a like, do all the things, and we will be back soon with another episode for your listening pleasure. Bye.